0: Hi, I'm Arvin, and this is the Salvation Engine Podcast, where we bring you the message about God's Word, His grace, and His goodness in a simple and direct way. The Bible says, faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. So please join me as I continue to share the gospel message about Jesus Christ and let us hear the Word of God together hello everybody and welcome back to salvation engine today we are talking about union with christ last week we talked about the power of agreement we read from amos chapter three verses three can two walk together except they be agreed why it's important for us to come into full alignment with the blessings of the new covenant and how our agreement with God's promises positions us to enjoy all of God's best. You know, agreement with God means that we are walking with him in spirit. We are walking in obedience to his commands in fellowship with him enjoying the blessings of the finished work of jesus him in us and us in him this is the reality of the new creation harmony and union throughout his earthly ministry jesus walked as one with the father in john chapter 10 verses thirty, he had said his disciples i and the father are one when he said this some of the jews picked up stones and wanted to stone him we also read in the book of John chapter 14 where Philip had asked, Lord, show us the Father and this shall be enough for us. You know, Jesus, his response here, his response to, to Philip, to the, those that were with him was that, do you, do you not know me by now, Philip? Don't you know me, Philip, even after I've been among you for such a long time? Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. And then Jesus asks them later on in verse 10, don't you believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? Has this union that I share with my Father in heaven who sent me on the earth, come through to your full understanding having seen me? Have I not reflected my Father to you? Have you not seen me and seen the Father? You know, Jesus modeled union with the Father so much so that he expressed that there was no distinction between the Father and him. They were together in perfect union, in similitude, in will, in action, in service. He said, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. Today, union with Christ for the believer in Jesus Christ gives us our similitude with the Son our resemblance our likeness our oneness our union and so we can say if you have seen me you have seen jesus and now because of the damage of our religious backgrounds many may exclaim how dare you say that just like the jews picked up stones when jesus identified himself as being one with the father let's take a look at this from jesus's words in what i regard as the most important prayer in scripture the prayer jesus prayed to the father before he was arrested in the book of john john's gospel chapter 17 here we find that jesus is he prays for himself he prays for the disciples and he prays for those that would believe in him through the message of the disciples and that is you and i and so in verses 20 to 26 he says i do not pray for this alone but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they may be one, as you, Father, are in me, and I in you, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me, that they may be one, as you, Father, are in me, and I in you. When we come to verses 26 of that prayer, it says that and I have declared to them your name and will declare it that the love with which you loved me may be in them and I in them. Now there is an implication here of the collective the entire body of Christ coming together in oneness in unity what a powerful and glorious day that will be this is so important for the church you know in the book of Ephesians chapter 4 we read that Jesus himself gave some to be apostles prophets evangelists pastors teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry for the edifying of the body of Christ we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a perfect man to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ unity as a collective as the body of Christ is a sign of a mature body those who have come to the fullness of the truth to perfection by sitting under the ministries as appointed by our lord jesus christ unity in the faith in love this is so important in the book of first corinthians chapter 1 and verses 10 um, to 13 we read where paul addresses division he addresses disunity in the church and he says He's speaking to a group of people amongst whom there's been disagreement and he says now I plead with you brethren by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ that you all speak the same thing and there be no divisions among you but that you be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment that is in Agreement, for it has been declared to me concerning you my brethren by those of Chloe's household that there are contentions among you he goes on to say now I say this that each of you says I am of Paul or I am of Apollos or I am of Cephas or I am of Christ Is Christ divided? He asks them. Was Paul crucified for you? Or were you baptized in the name of Paul? Paul is saying Christ is one, and we as Christ's body should be one, united in thought, in mind, in spirit, in action. You know, one of the greatest pillars of unity, if not the greatest, is love. Until we come to the soul devotion, singleness of heart, Blessing the love of Christ and for others above our own ideas and agendas, we remain immature, just like this church in the house of Chloe that Paul was addressing. We remain quarrelsome, unable to agree, divided. As Jesus taught, a house divided cannot stand. We are the house of God, you and I. So, whilst in the book of John, Chapter 17 In that prayer that Jesus said, we hear the prayer for the collective unity of the body of Christ, that all of them may be one. He prayed, We also must not miss the blessing of oneness as pertaining to the individual believer. Jesus says, Father, just as you are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me the world will believe when they see Jesus in you and in me when they see love perfected in us when Jesus spoke to the disciples plainly in the book of John chapter 16 at the very end they said see now you're speaking plainly you're not using any figures of speech now we understand what you're saying and by this we we believe now we believe and then they said we believe that you came forth from god their faith went as far as believing that jesus came forth from god jesus was god manifest in front of them but they asked show us the father i'm reminded of when jesus said to nicodemus in the book of john chapter 3 Are you a teacher of Israel and do not know these things? There are things we should come to know as believers in Jesus Christ. Things we should know as the banner of our salvation, as things that are ours pertaining to life and godliness and this union with Christ is one of them. Jesus said to Nicodemus, we speak what we know and testify what we have seen and you do not receive our witness. If I have told you of earthly things, the things that are on your standard, the things that are evident and visible in the natural, and you do not believe, how will you believe if I tell you of heavenly things, the things that are spiritual, the things that cannot be seen with our natural eye? These are the spiritual realities. Revealed by the Spirit of God that Paul writes about and says the glorious riches of this mystery The mystery kept hidden for ages now revealed Christ in us the hope of glory I in them We come into union with Christ by knowing him Jesus had said to his disciples you believe in God Believe also in me because Jesus is the way the truth and the life Believing in Jesus and knowing Jesus knowing the father is eternal life look at john chapter 17 verses 3 and this is eternal life that they may know you the only true god and jesus christ and jesus christ whom you have sent jesus prayed that we may be one in union with him as our reality look at verses 26 When in his prayer to the Father, he says, And I have declared to them your name, and will declare it, and the love with which you loved me may be in them, and I in them. The love that the Father loved Jesus with is in us, and Jesus is in us. Jesus prayed us into this. He prayed for our oneness with himself before he went to the cross. Jesus is the life, he is the vine, we are the branches without him we can do nothing him in us is life itself no one comes to the father except through him union with christ is the very essence of our christianity him in us us in him filled with his love take a look at the book of john chapter 14 verses 23 jesus speaking says if anyone loves me he will keep my word and my father will love him now listen and we will come to him and make our home with him i do not think we have thought enough about this as the body of christ the creator and the son in us our inheritance is in christ and never outside of him so as the scripture says and as we declare I can do all things through Christ I am the righteousness of God in Christ greater is he that is in me it is never outside of Christ This is so important for the believer to dig deeper and study more and understand. Do your word search. Find out what is union with Christ, what is in Christ. And I'll finish with the book of Colossians chapter 2, verses 6 to 7, which reads, As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith as you have been taught abounding in it with thanksgiving christ in me the hope of glory thank you for listening to this message if you've enjoyed hearing about god's goodness please make sure to visit our website www.salvationengine.com where i share written messages from scripture and other news in addition is the salvation engine social media pages on youtube instagram and facebook Simply type in Salvation Engine to find us. Have a great week. Until next time, be blessed.